Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Dry here this morning, but tracking some big changes coming our way later today. This morning's temperature is about 27 to 32 degrees. Later today, we'll get up to 50. We'll turn mostly cloudy, too. And rain comes into the area after about 5 p.m. So developing between 5 and 7 p.m., rain overspreads the area and continues until about 2 to 3 o'clock Saturday morning. We're expecting around one inch of rain that could lead to some flooding. So we do have a flood watch that starts at 6 p.m. today. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Monica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 40 degrees and holding in our nation's capital. We're the time now on WTOP is 359. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good Friday morning, January 12th. Welcome in. I'm Dean Lane. Coming up this early 4 a.m. hour for you on WTOP. Developing this morning a Navy helicopter out west on a training mission. Crashes into the water in San Diego Bay. Everyone said to be okay. U.S. and several allies launch retaliatory strikes against multiple Houthi targets in Yemen. Did a local handgun licensing law be coming back? He was on Maryland's State Board of Elections. Now he's resigned after being arrested on charges tied to January 6th. I'm Kate Ryan. Good morning. Welcome in 4 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Wendy Gillette. The Naval Air Force says six crew members were rescued after a Navy helicopter went down in San Diego Bay during routine training. Spokesperson Commander Beth Teach. We know that the uh, crew all survived. They were moved promptly ashore and are undergoing medical evaluation. The U.S. and U.K. retaliated after repeated attacks on ships in the Red Sea. The U.S. and U.K. launched airstrikes on Houthi rebels in Yemen. CBS's David Martin at the Pentagon. The Houthis have been firing drones and they've been firing ballistic missiles and they've been firing cruise missiles. All of them have a return address. They were launched from some location inside Yemen. CBS's Nancy Cordes at the White House. This marks the first time the U.S. has fired on Yemen since the Israel-Hamas war began in October. Pentagon spokesman Pat Ryder pointing out the airstrikes came after the 27th Houthi attack on international shipping. Jennifer Kuyper, CBS News. Israel is set to respond at the UN's top court to South Africa's claim the country's attacks in Gaza constitute genocide. Reporter Robert Berger is in Jerusalem. Israel's case is that it's acting in self-defense, that it's responding to Hamas genocidal attacks on October 7th, and that Israel has been abiding by international law, that it's not deliberately targeting civilians. Texas is playing hardball in one border town, not allowing border agents to patrol. Chris Fox explains from Austin. U.S. officials telling CBS News they're blocked from conducting their duties. Texas Governor Greg Abbott says they're using every tool to respond to what he calls President Biden's ongoing border crisis. It's forecast to be a white weather weekend in parts of the country. The Weather Channel meteorologist Mike Bettis. From the plains across the Midwest, cities like Des Moines, Milwaukee, Chicago, Detroit will get hit. The blowing snow with winds 50 to 60 miles an hour could create true blizzard conditions here around the Great Lakes. A foot to a foot and a half centered around Milwaukee as well as Chicago rain to the south. 
Google is cutting more than 700 jobs in the San Francisco Bay Area. CBS News tech contributor Ian Schur has more. The sudden popularity of ChatGPT and Microsoft's partnership with them has changed a lot of how Silicon Valley looks at itself. And so Google's response is to try and beef up its AI teams while cutting others. There's a new archaeological park and museum in the shadow of the Colosseum in Rome. It features an original marble map of ancient Rome under glass that visitors can walk across. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. WTLP at 403. Good Friday morning, 12th of January, 2024. Welcome in. If you're just joining us, we'll see increasing clouds, late rain developing around 5 o'clock today. Cool. Veronica says the high should be 45 to 50. 40 in Washington now. Good morning to you. And Dean Lane, we thank you for taking us along for your early 4 a.m. on our Friday morning ride. Stopping the local stories we're following for you as we roll into this early morning together. Some additional gun control is where we begin this morning. Could be returning locally to Maryland. The 4th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in this case granted the state's petition for the full court now to consider whether or not Maryland's handgun licensing law should go forward. That measure, you may remember, was thrown out back in November by a three-judge panel which ruled then that Maryland's law requiring most residents to get a license before getting a handgun was unconstitutional. The Westmore administration requested the hearing for the full court's review last month. Governor Moore says this morning he welcomes the court's decision, adding common sense gun laws are vital, he says, to his commitment to keeping guns out of the wrong hands and saving lives in Maryland. Meantime, major news out of Annapolis this morning. A Maryland elections board member has been arrested and charged in the January 6th Capitol riot. 52-year-old Carlos Ayala of Salisbury, Maryland, one of two Republican members of the Maryland State Board of Elections, has been arrested on charges connected to the January 6th rioting at the U.S. Capitol. Now, according to the U.S. Attorney's Office, Ayala urged police to, quote, join us and was seen on video climbing over police barricades. Ayala was seen on video waving a flag that had the words, we the people, and defend on it along with an image of an M16-style rifle. That same flag was later seen being poked through a window, jabbing at a Capitol Police officer inside the building. The Washington Post reports Ayala appeared in court this week, and a preliminary hearing is set for February 8th. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. At 4.05, let's talk tech on WTOP. Recently, we told you about two women whose Facebook accounts were broken into. Once in, the hackers pretended to be the women themselves to push an apparent cryptocurrency scheme. So how can you protect your account from a break-in like this? It's not uncommon for Facebook not to act when profiles are compromised, according to digital expert Kim Commando. They say, oh, fill out the help request form. We're going to get you your account back. Mm, not so much. Now, after our story, one of the victims did see their stolen Facebook profile deleted eight months after they first reached out to Facebook. So you have to be really, really careful about your Facebook account because, yes, it is free to you. But it's also free to a hacker and scammer who's going to use it to make money using your profile. One big one. Make sure no old, unused email addresses are still linked to your Facebook account. Same goes for phone numbers. And use a unique password that you do not use on other sites. If you don't do any of this, yes, you are a big red flag. And you are going to get hacked. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. WTOP at 406. (laughs) 
Casey's restaurant scene will be on full display next week. Winter Restaurant Week, it's called, getting underway on Monday in the district with a variety of menu options for everyone. A dining experience at a discounted price. There's a different price point for every consumer, for every diner, whether it's lunch or dinner. We've just expanded it to allow for more participation. 300 D.C. restaurants will show off its culinary cuisine by offering multi-course lunches at $25 per person. Or you can grab a bite for dinner. That will cost you $40 to $55 per person. Sean Townsend is the president and CEO of the Restaurant Association of Metropolitan Washington. He says it's all about getting folks to go out and try something new in the district. I think the draw is for most consumers to figure out what new restaurants that you want to take advantage of and try to make a reservation. Sandra Jones, WTOP News. WTOP News time now 407. Ring in the new year with the ultimate timeless gift, a diamond from Diamonds Direct. Whether you're ready to pop the question or celebrating a lifetime of love in 2024, Diamonds Direct can make this New Year's one to remember forever. Diamonds Direct is the area's destination for exquisite diamonds in all shapes and sizes. And our nationwide price guarantee ensures you'll get the best value, period. To showcase that spectacular diamond, we have literally thousands of designer settings from all the top names like Takori, Viraggio, Simon G., Ajafi, and many more. And our experts will guide you every step of the way with the education you want and the respect you deserve. Engagement rings, wedding bands, eternity bands, fashion rings. At Diamonds Direct, we specialize in the ultimate symbol of love, and we welcome the opportunity to celebrate with you. So start the new year with some new excitement, new hope, and some new bling. Diamonds Direct, across from Tyson's Corner Center and in Rockville off Rockville Pike and proud sponsor of UVA Athletics. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Advice on properly using those credit cards to your advantage coming up this half hour on WTLP. Good morning. Glad you're with us here this early morning. Good morning. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. By the time now is 408. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Ken Berger with us this early morning in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. In Maryland at the Bay Bridge, they are starting the process to change things over for the rush hour. Currently, the far left lane on the eastbound span is open. Two-way traffic remaining in effect on the westbound span. One lane open either direction. Now we see they have reopened both lanes on the eastbound span, seeing traffic go between Sandy Point to Ken Island. So currently, you've got three lanes east and one lane west. But uh, very shortly, they'll be taking away all those lanes on the westbound span. However, a very light volume of traffic, not seeing any major delays at all. In Virginia, Capitol Beltway out loop south of 193, the Georgetown Pike. There's utility work in the right center lane and the right lane. They are shut down. Also, the bridge inspection work going on at the Springfield Interchange. This is starting on northbound 95 at Franconia Road, where two left lanes are closed because of bridge inspection. Then northbound 395 right at the interchange. The left shoulder, two left lanes are mobile alternating closures. Then the Beltway inner loop heading into the interchange for more bridge inspection work. Two right lanes on the right shoulder are mobile alternating Alternate enclosures on northbound 395. Uh, the pothole patching operations near King Street have cleared. Now they're southbound north of Seminary Road. The right center lane and right lane are closed. Also at the 14th Street Bridge southbound, the center lane and right lane closed because of the pothole patching operations. Go electric to Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at fitzmall.com. I'm Ken Berger, WT. 
WTOP traffic. Your Friday morning is going to be dry, but Friday night looking wet. Between 5 and 7 p.m., some rain will develop and continue until about 2 to 3 o'clock in the morning. There's a flood watch that goes up from 6 p.m. Friday until 6 a.m. Saturday. Could get more than an inch of rain. Expect clouds on the increase. Temperatures this morning in the 20s. Most neighborhoods will climb to about 50 degrees. 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 31 over Marlboro, 31 Woodbridge. We're down to 38 now. In our nation's capital once again, brought to you this morning by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. WTOP at 410. On WTOP, of course, we bring you money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Jeff. What might prompt the Fed to wait a bit longer before cutting rates? Inflation ticked up to 3.4% in December. Google is cutting hundreds of engineer jobs at its voice assistant division. And among 12,000 cuts, Google's already announced. Rental car company Hertz is selling a third of its EV fleet, citing weak demand from customers and higher repair costs for electric vehicles. The Dow finished Thursday up 15 points. The S&P 500 down 3 Jeff Clayball, WTOP News. Asian stocks checking overseas finished lower this morning. The Kospi down 15. The Hang Seng was down 58 points. The Shanghai off almost 5. The exception was the Nikkei, which was up by 500, 525 points. The Nikkei gaining this overnight early morning. Good morning. Welcome in 411 on WTOP. You want to give your baby everything. So start with a safe sleep area. Babies younger than one should always be placed to sleep on their backs on a firm and flat surface like a safety-approved crib. And keep blankets, pillows, and other soft or loose items out of the crib when the baby is in it. Learn more about safe sleep for babies at safetosleep.nichd.nih.gov. Sponsored by the Eunice Kennedy Shriver National Institute of Child Health and Human Development. Stay up to date with WTOP News and 7 News First Alert Weather. Substance use disorder and addiction is so isolating. And so as a black woman in recovery, hope must be loud. It grows louder when you ask for help and you're vulnerable. It is the thread that lets you know that no matter what happens, you will be okay. When we learn the power of hope, recovery is possible. Find out how at startwithhope.com. Brought to you by the National Council for Mental Well-Being, Shatterproof, and the Ad Council. It's Friday, January 12th. Welcome in. If you're just joining us as you rise this morning, we're glad you're with us. Increasing clouds you can expect as you head through the day this Friday. Late day rain developing, so grab the umbrella if you have early evening plans. Veronica said the rain should start heavily around 5 o'clock this afternoon. A cool one throughout the day, 45 to 50, Veronica says, for the high. You're waking up to 30. Eight degrees in our nation's capital. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. Welcome in 413 on WTOP. This is WTOP News. Major news this morning out of the Middle East. The U.S. and several allies launching retaliatory strikes against several Houthi targets in Yemen. The strikes follow months of attacks from the Houthis on commercial shipping in the Red Sea. The militia say they are actions that they're taking there in retaliation for Israel's war in Gaza. For his part, President Joe Biden is out this morning with a statement saying the U.S. and its allies will not tolerate the militant group's ceaseless attacks on the Red Sea. 
This morning, Washington Post national security reporter Alex Horton with more. It's certainly a move that a lot of people, you know, both analysts and kind of folks in the, the Pentagon were waiting for, um, you know, going back months since, uh, you know, American forces have been attacked in Iraq and Syria by other um, Iran-backed groups. And, you know, since November, the, the you know, the shipping lanes in the Red Sea have been under um, you know, near daily assaults by the by the Houthi militants uh, from Yemen. So um, there was a lot of consternation within the Pentagon the last few months uh, when these attacks were stepped up to almost daily strikes uh, in Iraq and Syria. Um, and, you know, there was this sort of tension between do you strike and, and show resolve versus do you send the, the U.S. into a spiraling into a larger regional war with all these different uh, variables like, you know, Iran backing several of these groups. To the point you just made, I've been hearing snippets, both, you know, praise for this move as well as criticism and on social media as well. And there's one argument that this is exactly what the Houthi rebels wanted and were walking into their trap. Maybe that's a little dramatic the way I'm putting it because the U.S. and U.K. have formidable militaries. Yes, and and the Houthis have been you know under attack for years now. With you know the U.S. contributed to that you know, the coalition um, campaign against them. So this is not something they're they're new to. You know they've they've been able to absorb and adapt uh, for for a number of years now. So this is not. Probably not catching them off guard. I'm sure they're well prepared for this. Um, this, these strikes did hit some of their, uh, places where they, uh, you know, can prepare and launch attacks into the Red Sea. Um, so, you know, we, it remains to be seen how effective they are since they just happened. Um, but I mean, you can, you can bet that, you know, this, you know, there will be a discussion to see, you know, how they will continue. But, um, I don't, I don't really know anyone who is confident saying that the attacks will end tonight. Is there a, a major fear of a, eventually a direct confrontation between the United States and Iran? Yeah, that's that's the concern in the Biden administration that, you know, the, these groups are backed by Iran. And, you know, if you attack them, they they, you know, in, in one argument could um, see that as an attack on Iran itself. But you got to remember that the Iran uses these groups as proxies for a reason. They they have um these groups at, you know, uh, at distance so they can, you know, downplay or uh, deny any involvement. So this sort of accomplishes um, their goals without taking a lot of accountability themselves. So, um, you know, they, they might invite the status quo with this and continue attacks and not, you know, absorb direct harm in Iran. But we simply don't know how this is going to escalate or de-escalate from here. Washington Post national security reporter Alex Horton talking with our Dimitri Sovich. Some of the top stories we're following this early Friday for you here on WTOP. Hunter Biden, the president's son, pleading not guilty this week to tax charges in an L.A. courtroom. Are we much closer this morning to a partial government shutdown once again in the coming days? WTOP's Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller watching closely from the Hill. And recapping our top story this morning, the U.S. and its allies strike more than a dozen targets in Yemen used by Iranian-backed Houthi rebels. Keep it here for more in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts. 
matter. You're like me, 60 and retired, making ends meet. Especially here at the supermarket and drugstore is tough. I'm so blessed to have found BenefitsCheckup.org. It's a free and confidential website from the National Council on Aging that connected me to $1,200 a year in programs that help pay for food, medicine, utilities, and more. Maybe it can help you. BenefitsCheckup.org. WTOP, Friday morning, January 12th. Welcome into WTOP at 418. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, over to Ken Berger first in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. On the Beltway Ab Loop in Virginia, south of 193, Georgetown Pike, they had some utility work going on. That's been cleared, so now the right center lane, right lane are open, and there are no delays. All lanes are clear, both sides of the Beltway between the American Legion Bridge and the Woodrow Wilson Bridge. However, on the inner loop, as you make the approach to the uh, Springfield Interchange, you've got ongoing bridge inspection operations with two right lanes on the right shoulder, mobile alternating closures, and northbound 395 at the interchange, the left shoulder, two left lanes or mobile alternate enclosures. Also, bridge inspection work on northbound 95 starting around Franconia Road, Virginia 644. Two left lanes are blocked on northbound or rather southbound 395 north of Seminary Road. Ongoing pothole patching. Right center lane, right lane are blocked. Also southbound 395 at the 14th Street Bridge. The center lane, right lane blocked because of the ongoing pothole patching operations. Once you get uh, on northbound 395 across the 14th Street Bridge into the district, traffic looking just fine. Both sides of the southeast-southwest freeway between 14th Street across Washington to the 11th Street Bridge. No troubles on northbound 395 or northbound 3rd Street Tunnel. That is north of the freeway to New York Avenue. On both sides of D.C., 295 are running just fine between the city-county line heading to the 11th Street Bridge and I-295 running without trouble between the flyover ramp and the Beltway Interchange in uh, south of of town at the Bay Bridge, west or eastbound span open. Two-way operations ended on their westbound span. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Your Friday morning is going to be dry, but Friday night looking wet. Between 5 and 7 p.m., some rain will develop and continue until about 2 to 3 o'clock in the morning. There's a flood watch that goes up from 6 p.m. Friday until 6 a.m. Saturday. Could get more than an inch of rain. Expect clouds on the increase. Temperatures this morning in the 20s. Most neighborhoods will climb to about 50 degrees. 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 38 degrees we have in our nation's capital where the time now on WTOP is 420. Good morning. This is WTOP. There are a couple of approaches these days to using those credit cards. Some of us pay off that balance every single month, and the banks and credit card companies probably hate us for that because they're not making any money. But we've now learned here at WTOP, it seems that nearly half of credit card holders carry a balance month to month. And that's a lot more people doing that now these days compared to, say, two years ago. This morning, Bankrate Senior Industry Analyst Ted Rossman joins our Dimitri Sotis with some advice for you. Unfortunately, more people are carrying more debt for longer periods of time. I do think that inflation and higher interest rates are both a big part of the story. Of course, everything seems to cost more these days. And it's not only things that we directly put on our credit cards either, by the way. Sometimes it's indirect. Sometimes it's that you're paying more for rent or health care or, or other things. Uh, it tends to be practical things that get people into credit card debt, namely emergency expenses and day-to-day expenses. So while it may be uh, either convenient or just the way some people think that, oh, you have a lot of credit card debt, you must have splurged on that big TV or whatever, it's usually not the case. 
That's right. Yeah, it's usually practical stuff. Unfortunately, though, it's a tough cycle to break because the average credit card charges a record high 20.74%. So that kind of brings us back to the other side of inflation, which is the higher interest rates meant to combat it. And yes, inflation's coming down, but there's been a cumulative toll there. And these higher interest rates are really a whopper. I mean, if you make minimum payments toward the average credit card balance, which is around $6,000, you'll be in debt for 17 years and you'll pay about $9,000 just in interest. So that's where we want to come up with a plan. If you can't afford to pay it all right away, maybe consider a 0% balance transfer card. That's a great strategy that can consolidate your debt and pause that interest clock for up to 21 months. We heard some advice recently that if you're juggling several different credit cards and you've got to start paying it down, maybe you find the one with the smallest balance, maybe $500, just as an example. If you could pay that off, doesn't that give you a little psychological boost that you're on your way? It can. That's known as the snowball method to debt payoff, which is where you start with the lower amounts, but like a snowball rolling downhill, you gain momentum, and then you feel more able to tackle the larger amounts. There's another winter metaphor known as the avalanche method where you pay your debts from highest interest rate to lowest. That's going to save you more money mathematically, but I do think a lot of debt payoff is behavioral. Lastly, Ted, I had promised that we'd talk a little broader economy. We can't go into manufacturing and the whole bit, but uh, does this credit card situation paint a broader picture for 2024 economically? I think it's the ultimate all news is local issue and not geographically, but rather at the household level. Half of cardholders have debt and we've talked about how expensive that can be. The other half, life is pretty good. They're paying in full. They're avoiding interest. They're benefiting from rewards and buyer protections. I think that's actually emblematic of broader inequality in the economy. Basically, the big picture, I think, is more positive than a lot of people realize. Even though inflation has been stressing people out, I actually think most people's finances are better than they think. The job market's been strong. Economic growth has been strong. The problem is that none of this feels great because it feels like high inflation is gobbling up whatever gains you're making. So hopefully more progress to come this year on that front. That's Bankrate Senior Industry Analyst Ted Rossman on WTLP with our Dimitri Sokin. Quick look at some of the top stories we're following at TOP this early Friday morning. The U.S. and other allies conduct strikes against the Iran-backed Houthi rebels in Yemen following more than two dozen attacks on shipping interest in the Red Sea. Under Biden pleads not guilty this week to federal tax charges filed after the collapse of a plea deal that could have settled the case against him. And Donald Trump, former president, defies a judge this week, gives a courtroom speech on a tense final day of his New York civil fraud. More in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Sports at 25 and 55. WTOP at 425 and Mr. Steve Dresner this morning. We'll start with news from the NFL. Head coach Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots have parted ways after a 24-year relationship. New England linebackers coach Jared Mayo and former Titans head coach Mike Vrabel are atop the list to replace Belichick as head coach. On to the NHL where it was the first of two regular season games between the Caps and Seattle. Caps fell behind early, were not able to recover they fell to the crack in four to one seattle has won eight straight and over to college basketball in a very slow 